Hi, and welcome to the third episode of the Where's the Benefit podcast. On Friday, November the 11th, several of the right-wing newspapers were running dubious stories about DLA, varying from slightly massaging the facts to suit their agenda to out-and-out bollocks. In response, writer Lucy Glennon asked people on Twitter to use the hashtag MyDLA to tell their stories about cleaning DLA and how they spend it. Inspired by this, I asked WTB readers to submit short audio files with their DLA stories. This is what people had to say. I get DLA as I'm bedbound with ME. Um, my DLA review was refused on paperwork last year, and then it was stopped completely when I had a medical, because apparently I don't look disabled. It was reinstated at the highest rate after my MP became involved. The whole thing took 18 months to get sorted out and it shouldn't take an MP's involvement to get the basic rate of support in this country. Daily Mail articles are just full of lies and hate and I don't understand why. What did we do wrong? We've done nothing wrong, it's just so pointless. I have an invisible illness. It took me two years, a medical assessment, two appeals and a tribunal to get my DLA. It was highly damaging to my health. Because my illness is also variable, I let my DLA lapse when my health improved for a while, and now I have relapsed, I have to go through it all again. My DLA is how I buy equipment. It pays for the electricity, that keeps my ventilator powered. It pays for the electricity that keeps my uh, feeding equipment powered. It pays for my electric wheelchair, without which I would be completely unable to mobilise. And it pays for other smaller things like uh, incontinence pads or special cutlery, plates, all the things that um, you can't really get from the NHS. Um, Really, without my disability living allowance, I wouldn't be able to survive and I would die without my ventilator. Hey there, my name is Martin Sibley. I'm 28 years old. I've been disabled since birth due to a genetic condition called spinal muscular atrophy. I just wanted to take a little moment to share with you my DLA and why I use the disability living allowance. Due to my disability, I qualify both for the higher rate of care and the higher rate of mobility components of the benefit. Obviously the overall point of the benefit is that it recognises the additional cost that result of being disabled living in the society that exists at the moment. Um, the care part of my component enables me to employ full-time care assistance to enable me with getting out of bed, general personal care, domestic chores and also getting out of the house and socially being active in the community. The mobility part of my DLA is also enabling me to drive my adapted car, without which I would find it very, very difficult, if not impossible, to get anywhere beyond distance within a wheelchair. And because I have that adapted vehicle, I'm able to drive myself out for work, which means that I'm contributing to the economy, and also I'm able to get out and about and spend the money that I've earned back into the shops and cinemas and bars, again, putting back into our economy too. So 
I hope that illustrates the picture that the DLA enables me to live a full and independent life. And if you want to look at it on a very economical perspective, as some of the right-wing press seem to want to do today, I'm actually far more valuable to our society and economy when I'm able to be out there living a great life, working and spending my hard-earned money. Thank you very much. Without my DLA, I wouldn't have personal assistance. I'd be stuck inside all the time. I wouldn't be able to eat. I wouldn't be able to get out of bed. I wouldn't be able to move around my house, go to the toilet or empty my catheter bag. Without my DLA, I would be moved to a nursing home. I'm 25 years old, and that would be the end of my life. Hello, my name is Jack, and my DLA provides us with a reliable car and helps us towards essential costs such as energy, special diet foods, medication and travel to appointments, and many, many more things that without... DLA, I would be less independent and not more. This would force me to be more reliant upon my partner and the social care system. It took me six weeks of all my support hours to fill out the application form. That is 36 hours and resulted in a form including evidence that was hundreds of pages long. I would hardly call that a simple form. My name's Louise and I'm a working claimant for Disability Living Allowance. I receive um, middle rate care and lower rate mobility. I have epilepsy, which means I don't have a driving licence anymore and haven't done for the last 15 years uh, because my seizures are uncontrolled. Uh, I use the um, mobility allowance um, mainly for taxis because um, I'm a working journalist, I'm out and about a lot and sometimes it's quite difficult for me to get around. Um, sometimes journeys could take, for example, an hour, hour and a half, whereas by car they might only take me 20 minutes because I'm reliant on public transport. So that's where the money goes on taxes for the care allowance which I get middle rate I use that to buy in meals for after I've had seizures and I'm not well enough to get out of bed and cook for myself or some days I'm just too tired from the medication and just don't really want to make the effort so on those days I will do something like order a takeaway over the internet and have it delivered I also occasionally use my DLA for things like buying in um, the assistance of a cleaner for the days when I'm too tired or too ill to be able to do things like vacuum my, my home. Um, for me, it's an absolute lifeline. I really would not be able to manage without it because of the, the things that I'm able to do with that extra money. I don't earn a huge amount from, from my work, um, but the DLA helps me with all those extra costs. And if I was to stop receiving it under the proposed changes, I would probably have to stop work. That would mean that I would be thrown back completely onto benefits, whereas while I'm working and receiving DLA, which enables me to keep working, I'm actually paying back into the pot. I'm paying my taxes and my national insurance. And for the state, that's actually a lot cheaper than taking away my DLA and stopping me from working. My DLA form was so overwhelmingly long and difficult that I had to get a charity to fill it in for me. I, my name's Elena. I use my DLA to help me with transport, to get train tickets. I also use my DLA to get me support uh, for doing housework that I can't do, to get some shopping. 
I also use my DLA to help to adapt my flat so that I can um, negotiate uh, my everyday living and uh, I used my DLA to help me buy equipment. My name's Pippa, also known as Incurable Hippie. I'm one of the bloggers with Where's the Benefit? I get DLA for my mental health problems. The difference it makes to me is massive. I can get very extreme anxiety which will stop me from going anywhere or doing anything. And I use my DLA for things like taxis, um, my telephone bill to help me get support, taxis to appointments for instance. Another thing it's very helpful for is sometimes when I'm unwell, I am not safe to use things like sharp knives and heat sources and so I can use my DLA to spend the extra money on things like ready meals which make it a lot easier to be able to eat. Without my DLA I would be a lot more isolated. I would have less contact with my friends which is a very important part of me staying as well as I can. I would miss appointments which are also you know, clearly important in helping me stay well and I would overall become a lot iller which would then of course cost the government a lot more in treating me perhaps in hospital or certainly more intensive treatment so not only does DLA help me it also helps the government save money because it reduces the risk of me getting so ill that I need a lot more expensive care. You can read all the My DLA tweets Lucy collated at storify.com forward slash Lucy tweeting forward slash My DLA. There'll be another episode of the Where's the Benefit podcast eventually. In the meantime, you can find our blog at wheresthebenefit.blogspot.com. You can like us on Facebook by going to www.facebook.com forward slash where's the benefit you can follow us on twitter at where's benefit there's a character limit on twitter usernames and we didn't have room for the the so we're just at where's benefit Um, or if you've got anything you want to ask us or you'd like to pitch us a guest post for our blog then you can email us at where's the benefit at gmail.com thanks for listening